0: Welcome everybody to Three Dad Bods with Brent, Carl, and Sean will be joining us here in a bit. We've got a special guest. We've got Susan Jensen, who is with us this morning. Good morning. Why? This afternoon. Sorry.
1: Hey, happy to be here. (laughs) Susan Susan
0: is a good friend of mine. I've known her for years. I have followed her and her journey through her fitness. And it's Personally inspired me myself, and I know she's inspired lots and lots of of people along the way. It, she's got an Instagram page that has a ton of followers, where she's posting workout videos daily and, and helping people out daily. I'm also a very accomplished hairstylist and now a wedding planner. Right, that's your full time <laughs> gig, wedding planner, oh, right? Oh yeah,
1: yeah, right there. <laughs> that's that's my new thing. <laughs> and my daughter's so wedding.
0: before we. Go ahead.
1: And I was say, yep, my daughter's wedding last night was something people should hire us for. That's true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, and and we won't elaborate too long on that. But let me just ask, because Carl, Sean, and myself, we, we all have daughters. And one day, uh, we're going to have to do that, grudgingly. Yeah. Haul them off and, and let them be so like is it as bad as I'm panicking about? Is it stressful? Is it a lot of time? Like th- give us kind of the rundown of that.
1: Honestly, if it's not, if you have enough time to plan it and you have a daughter that's as organized as my daughter, she had this OneNotes app and she just had everything organized. So she got everything figured out way in advance. Cause she had about nine months, 10, nine. Yeah. Nine months to plan it all right so for her we really had plenty of time to get the right venue to get the right dress and to get everything set in place i think if you were going to do something in two to three months it might be more stressful but i feel like having that much time she she really eased the stress for all of us and then we all just pitched in and helped where we could so it was actually really not very stressful (laughs) so that's cool
2: just well, tell us how many kids you have. And, and I'm curious.
1: Five kids, aging, okay. ages from almost 28 down to 17. Oh, wow. Yeah. Almost identical. Uh, Your
0: youngest is 17 so... now. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah. Wow.
1: She's, yeah, my youngest is adopted. The rest of them are biological, but my youngest is adopted from China.
0: Wow. I I, I still think of her as little teeny and stuff, you know, but wow. 17. Is she going to be a senior next year?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow. Holy cow. So tell us about your Instagram page and kind of tell us how you started, like where you were at in your life when you started doing this, what your mindset was and, you know, kind of how you got to where we are today.
1: Well, I've actually always cared about fitness back even in high school I would you know go for runs around the track but I was not really a runner like I didn't enter any sports or anything and but I didn't really know what to do I guess I had goals to be fit but I had no clue how to to achieve what I wanted to achieve no guidance and we didn't have the internet or anything to look things up so I just did what I could and as a young mom, I didn't have a ton of time, but I would, you know, take my kids out for bike rides and I would go for walks and I would, I would lift minimal weights. I had like probably eight pound weights just doing what I could. But again, I didn't know very much. I mean, I was like, okay, I know bicep curls. That's about it. And didn't really do very much. And I think what started it is I'd heard (laughs) crazy enough, just watching, tv i saw like the insanity videos that sean t did with Beachbody, and a friend yeah. of me and a friend decided we wanted to do it together and so we and i had some keys to a local church building so we got these insanity videos and when we started doing it other people heard about it so we had like guys and girls joining us in this insanity group so that that got me into fitness and caring about fitness but i wanted to start i was seeing results in like the fact that i my heart was getting healthier and i was getting more trim but i wasn't seeing like the muscle growth that i wanted to see so over time i started adding things eventually i found i was always doing at home videos you know just workout videos i didn't go to a gym in fact i've still never stepped foot in a public gym never worked wow. out one but then we moved. So we I moved on to what was called Body Beast by Beachbody. And that was where a guy taught strictly weightlifting. And from there, I was like, oh my gosh, I started seeing changes that I, the, the changes I wanted to see, like where your body is more shaped and you look stronger, not just skinny, you know? So I that's where I think my passion for weightlifting started. And then from there... Brent, I think I was newly friends with you. I started recording some videos and sharing them. But I was like very new to that, very rough with that. I just record like some ab moves or something like that. And somebody suggested I start a separate Instagram page just for fitness. And I started that and I was surprised at how quickly it grew. And I have a whole community I don't really try to grow that. I, like I'm never like looking to follow people, but I will follow people back if they're fitness accounts. But I'm not really like trying to promote it or grow it. But I enjoy having fitness friends and teaching people. So that's where I met a lot of people in the fitness business, and honestly, have just learned so much from them that where I'm at now, I have learned. Like I could do, I can just pull together you at work. You could say right now, give me a chest workout, and I will pull Together, an hour workout for you in three minutes because I know so many moves. Learning a lot from just these professionals that share all of their information. So,
0: what's your Instagram page for everybody?
1: It's Suzy Q Fitness. Now I'm gonna remember, I think I have 70 at the end. Suzy Q Fitness. 70. <laughs> I don't pay attention, like, oh, what is it called? I just go on it. <laughs> I think it's Suzy Q Fitness 70. That might be something we'd have to put in the notes, but. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. <laughs> I have a TikTok I just started too, but it's pretty, pretty new. You know, it doesn't, it'll, it, yeah. doesn't have as many followers. So,
0: so it's interesting because, like, if if I was to put out a workout video, which would be absolutely horrific, but you know, if if I was doing it a day, you know, and I was wearing an outfit and stuff like that, nobody would say two things about it. But in the beginning, when you started doing this, you had a, kind of some people that were sending you inbox that weren't too nice and stuff, right? They were kind of hounding on you for doing this, right?
1: Yeah. Well, I, I didn't have a ton of support. The weird thing is, and this is across the board in the fitness community, because I've talked to a lot of fitness people that have the same things. The people who are the least likely to support you are your friends and family. They're very judgmental. I have, I've had people say I'm seeking men's attention and that, I'm just, you know, self-absorbed and only caring what guys think and trying to show off my body. And that's been the the furthest. they don't know me. That's the furthest thing from the truth. (laughs) So to me, it's been all about trying to give back what people have given to me. My fitness friends and the fitness community have taught me so much that I want to share what I've learned. I mean, I had just friends who would just share their workouts and I would copy those and do them and learn from them and watch their form and their technique and, you know, start, I'd follow YouTube videos and just really try to, I'm pretty good about when I see a move, I can, I can grasp the technique pretty well. So I like to Mm -hmm. show, you know, sometimes I'll explain on my videos what the techniques are. Sometimes I don't, but I try to film it in a way that people can really see what the move is like, you know, because I think it's important to share what you've learned so other people can do it. And it doesn't have to cost us, you know, hiring an expensive personal trainer. So.
2: (laughs) Hey, Susan, I've got a question for you. So this sounds like it was a life decision at one point. Tell us the story behind it. What got you behind really getting into investing in fitness in a way that most of us don't go about. And second, what made you decide to make it into a business? What kind of okay?
1: Uh, well, I can tell you what made me really want to. I guess I was already kind of started down the fitness route of just the fact that I've always wanted to keep my body healthy so that I can, you know, be around for longer and do more because I've always wanted to be very active. I wanted to age well, but the probably the biggest thing that got me into more towards weightlifting. Is because I actually don't have any healthy discs in my back. They're completely depleted. Oh, wow. Yeah, I hmm. had an MRI. So, going back to the insanity videos, I did hurt my back doing insanity and I was in crutches for about a month. Found out through an MRI that I had herniated, bulging discs and when they did the MRI, they said, you really don't have any healthy discs in your back. And I knew that I that something was wrong because ever since I was a little kid in elementary school, I would put my back out just picking up the hoppy taw from play, playing hop, hopscotch. And I would hurt my back trying to reach for something. So when I started thinking I really want to strengthen my muscles so that I'm not always hurting my back. And honestly, it saved me. I thought by this time in my life that I'm like, man, if I'm like this when I'm 20, how am I going to be when I'm 50? And I'm actually hurting my back less and in better shape than I was in my 20s. So I think really a a lot of it was just knowing that I don't have the best genetics for (laughs) a lot of people try to say genetics. That's why you're you look the way you do. No, it has nothing to do with it. It's because I mean, yeah, it does help that I'm five foot nine and not, you know, naturally heavy, but I still have to work at it. And honestly, strengthening all those muscles like through your core, through your back, really all of it combined helps you not to constantly be injuring yourself.
3: There's a lot of, there's a lot of skinny flabby people out there.
1: Right. Um, The skinny fat. (laughs) Right.
3: So you can be, you can be naturally thin, but still incredibly unhealthy. So it's, it's always good to, to remind people who are being critical or being negative towards someone like yourself, that, that, that's a very, very distinct possibility. Right. If you're not working hard.
1: Sometimes I still get a little bit discouraged and think I don't want to post because when I do post now, this, this is another side of just not, not criticism. There are the people who do criticize you thinking that you're wanting attention. But there also is the side of getting unwanted attention too. So when I do post videos and I'm meaning to post them to show the moves and the muscles and how they're working. So obviously I'm going to wear clothing that isn't baggy and not going to show your form because how are anybody going to know that you're working? How's anybody going to know that you're working your biceps if you don't actually show them working? So I like to wear clothing that shows the muscles I'm working and I will get DMS that are disgusting from men. So, but yeah, I, I will say
0: that in, in watching your videos, one thing that, that I have noticed and I think is very, very good is like you mentioned before, when you began, you didn't really know what you were doing, you know, and, and so many of us, when we, decide and we commit you know to to get ourselves into shape we just go to a gym and then we just randomly start lifting and and there's so much more involved with lifting than just lifting up a weight you have to have proper form you have to have proper technique because if you don't you end up seriously injuring yourself you what you can you, do you can and do so, more
1: damage right exactly
0: yeah and and so in watching your videos i've noticed that you take a lot of time in in demonstrating technique and form and like where your body should be positioned when you're when you're doing a curl you know you want your sh- your shoulders back and you want your arms at a level area yeah. and you know obviously if you wore baggy clothes you wouldn't be able to show that yeah. because you want to show the muscle that's actually being worked you need to see that and as somebody who works out that's what you want to see I, I want to know all right if I'm doing this This is the part of my muscle that is going to be active and working properly on that.
1: Right, right. Yeah. So if you're going to demonstrate a back video and you've got a baggy shirt on, you're not going to see the area of the muscles that you're working. If you can actually see, you know, you're doing a wide grip lat pull down, you want to position the camera and show and probably just have a sports bra on where you're going to see. Well, you guys wouldn't have a sports bra on, but yeah. (laughs) For me, so I can see those muscles working, you know? So I have to be very careful with the angles, you know, because too many inappropriate comments can <laughs> really... It's
0: still crazy, too, you know?
1: <laughs> so, no, yeah. Susan, lots, how... lots of, You should see my blocked list. I don't know. It's pretty big.
0: <laughs> Susan,
3: how do you... With the social aspects of this, how, how, does, how does it affect you to deal with the perverted dudes that that respond to you, that send you inappropriate comments. And also the other side, how do you deal with some of the women that will send you mean comments about just like attention-seeking? I So I've, and the reason I ask this is because-
0: Carl, does, or Sean does that often. <laughs> That's why well, he's wondering
3: how <laughs> to avoid getting blocked. <laughs> Brent was a bad example for me as a child. I just want to say that's true. <laughs> My, so I have a, a daughter who's in cheerleading competitive dance. She wears a lot of those same tight clothes to go to her workouts with, with, with those things. And she gets a lot of mean and nasty comments from other girls and, you know, and she'll, she won't get a lot from the boys just because I think boys her age are a little shy and all that. But sometimes girls can be kind of mean to someone who's trying to better themselves. So how do you deal with that?
1: Well, luckily, well, within my Instagram community, I've built up over, I think I've had that for close to four years now, my fitness page. I've mostly tried to make sure I'm only following Fitness accounts. And if people are ever unkind, I just block them. I just have gotten to a point where I'm like, I don't need your negativity, so I just block them. I don't very often get women who put me down, though. In my community, more often than not, I just get people who build one another up. In fact, I have tons of female friends who are constantly like tagging me in their stories of like women who support women. So not very often do I get that within my fitness community. Honestly, any of the negative comments have only come from friends and family who just don't understand why I would be posting fitness. I have had I have had a few heart-to-hearts with a few close members, and they've tried to be more supportive now because I've let them know, this is a talent just like any other talent that takes years to build. I think fitness can be looked at, same thing as like, Playing an instrument, you got to practice. You've got to learn your technique. You've got to do it daily, and get good at it. And so, for somebody to put somebody down for their talent that they've worked really hard on to get good at and to know what they're doing, I think that's just wrong. So, I just typically won't put up with it. I'll just block them. The the men, you know, that can be kind of sleazy again they just get blocked so if you definitely if somebody wants to just like never see you again just say stupid stuff but more often i think if so, if a woman says that or like i just started my tiktok account and first few comments were things like here's a shallow person seeking attention because she doesn't have anything better to do with her life that was one of my first comments and my daughter daughter's my mom, so just ignore those you'll always get those delete them so i just said something nice like hey happy you're following me i hope you'll learn something while you're here you know just i tried to just and i told him to have a good day <laughs> you know sometimes i just try to just make it lighthearted and be nice to him and just and sometimes if it's if it's a personal message and they're per- messaging me and it's gross i just don't just ignore them and block them.
3: Have you law have have so there you, been any friendships or family relationships that have been damaged because of this or has it evolved from being a negative thing on their part to being supportive?
1: Well honestly, okay, so I feel like now I don't get any negative comments from my family anymore. But they don't really say anything, mostly. It's finally gotten to the point where my mother will say, when I post on Facebook, she'll say, good going, honey, because I did tell her, you know, hey, this is something I'm passionate about, as passionate as I am about doing my my job, doing hair. And it's taking me a lot of time and work and effort to get to this point. And so I would appreciate your support on this. And so now my mother does always get on and and say, nice things you know where before i feel like she was uncomfortable with it because she felt like i was showing my body too much do you think that's a Which,
3: generational thing or just a mom thing
1: it could be i it might be an older generational thing i feel like my kids don't necessarily think that my girls are proud of me so so that's good but yeah it might it might just be genera- generational it's a little hard for me to tell on like on Facebook when I post stuff I get very few likes or comments but the one thing that's interesting is people my reels are public my page is private so my reels get a lot of views like I will get Facebook has always telling me congratulations your reel just reached you know 2000 views but I have 5 likes on it <laughs> so so it's like getting <laughs> some views on Facebook But not, so and then I'll get constantly, I'm getting notifications that so-and-so started following you from your reel, and these are all fitness reels. So I know people are following and saving my workouts probably because they want to try stuff, and that's all I care about. I'm not getting monetized by it or anything like that. The fact that somebody followed me so that they could learn and are saving and going to try is all that matters. I know I'm not getting a lot of comments on those, so...
0: That's one thing I find incredible is the stuff that you're doing and you're providing. There are a lot of websites that charge a lot of money for for what you're presenting. And and your stuff works. It it, it definitely works. And so like you said, you're not monetizing this, you're not, you know, doing this, you know, for for publicity or anything like that. You're doing this cuz you genuinely care about helping others succeed in their fitness goals and I think that's a tremendous thing that you're doing and so that's that's why I'm always baffled like why would somebody slam me for what you're doing when what you're doing you could package it up and sell it for hundreds of dollars as, as a workout kit you know
1: well thank you I don't know there's just something inside me that's always been like yeah I just want to be able to help people and not I don't want them to ever think I'm doing it in order to make money so I have earned very little money in my fitness just by personal training some people. And it's very hard for me to find the time to do it. So I've kind of done it for a while and then I'll have to quit according to what's going on in my life. But I figured the best way for me to share is just to put out my workout videos. I won't make money that way. I was making more money when I was doing some personal training or even I was doing an online fitness group, made more money that way. But this way that I've been doing it, just sharing my videos. I don't make money off of it, but I feel like it's reaching more people and it's doable for me. <laughs> so,
2: so have you thought been. about creating a like a personal coaching program for people who are interested in that? Have you had anybody reach out to you and ask you? I have had uh, to put together something like yeah, that. Yeah, I
1: have had some reach out, and I have done it. I have done some of it. I, this is the thing that's so frustrating. I honestly wanted, I thought about, okay, I think I really want to go the pathway of being a trainer. But the thing that frustrates me, and maybe it's because I don't, I don't live the way I don't think the way everybody thinks, I guess, is how people are so gung ho, I want to do this. And you are like, great, let's do this. And I'm the ones I've charged, I really have made very little money off of it. But I have thought that's okay, because then the word will get out and I can help more people. I've had only a few that have stuck with it because so many people just get so bogged down with life. I think that they give Uh, up.
2: I think sometimes too, though, you know, as long as it isn't like an arm and a leg, I think if you have to pay for something, it becomes more valuable. Yeah, A lot of people have said that. Yeah. And the more, I mean, you, I mean, you have probably a decent heart and don't want to, make it a, make it an obstacle for someone to join your program. But if they don't pay enough, then they're not valuing your input and your coaching. Therefore, right. if it's enough, <laughs> then they're going to fall through. Yeah. On it. You know, it's kind of like, dang it, I've got this hundred dollar a month alarm system. I better use it. Right. right? Yeah. And yep. I think, it, you know, maybe that's a possibility. I don't know. Cause I know whenever I've paid for one of those coaching programs, that's the only time I follow through on.
1: Because <laughs> you're paying for <laughs> it. Yeah. It hurts. And that, that's, yeah. that is probably why a lot of people do charge more money. I think I just had the mindset of I want people to be able to afford this and I want to make it a community. Because I started an online one. We started with like 15 people in this group, which was great. And I thought, let's grow from there. And it was great at first. You know, everybody would go into and message one another and say they got their workouts done and encourage one another. But in, in after five months, we ended up with four people that were consistent just mm-hmm. because I think like some people just life gets in the way.
2: Now, do you do any diet suggestions or tips with your videos? Well, uh,
1: I since I'm not a dietitian and I haven't studied mm-hmm. it that much, I pretty much tell them the basis of what I try to follow. Which I do go onto my fitness pal and log things in, and you can also go there are several different macro calculators that you can figure out online, so it can help you to figure out your macros, or you can even meet with a professional that like I have a friend greg williams he's I've had some clients meet with him first, and he kind of hmm. get figures out where their body fat percentage is and can help you figure out your where your diet should be in your macros and how much you should be burning. And then once you can get a basis, then you can kind of keep track of all of that. But me, for myself, I I pretty much know about how much protein I I want. I'm just aiming for about a a gram of protein per per pound of body weight. Try to keep up on my protein. And I try to eat predominantly just healthy whole foods. But honestly, I go out for Mexican food. I love ice cream. (laughs) I just try to, you know, do it within reason. So...
0: Hey, go over macros because it wasn't until I started working with with Jerry Gomez that oh, yeah. that I even knew or or understood what a macro was. It, it was all new to me, and so kind of go over what macros are and why they are important.
1: Well, honestly, I I should have looked this up because this is where you'll you'll see where <laughs> where I wish I was more of a nutritionist is well, our, our macros are are. You know we've got our carbs, fats, and our proteins, right? Am I getting that right? Yep. See, that's where my brain mm-hmm. I've yep. had this written down. My thinking, right? those are them, the yeah. three, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I guess everybody's probably a little bit different depending on their goals, what they want. And that's why I like either having a professional that you can meet with, or going on, you can even go online like bodybuilding.com. Will help you to figure it out, and it wasn't something we knew about when we were younger. I would love to know when we right. started actually talking. Macros are something I've heard for about for about maybe ten years, mm-hmm. something like that. I don't know what year when when we really started talking about it, but I do think it helps a lot because it's important that we have a certain amount of fats and a certain too many people think carbs are bad, and honestly. I'm low on my carbs almost all the time when I'm putting in my (laughs) macros because carbs are, you know, carbs are units of energy. And I, for my body type, I need carbs. I'm careful not to put in like, you know, the white breads and I'm always doing like, the whole grain stuff when I do do bread or, stuff. or even like Ezekiel, I don't know if you guys know what Ezekiel is, but Ezekiel bread is, is doesn't have any gluten yeah. in it. and Great stuff. Yeah. Like a
0: multi-grain stuff.
1: Oh, they have wraps. I use their wraps almost every morning or their, their English muffins and gluten free. So I'm not gluten intolerant, but I know a lot of people are anyways, I just, I just like it and they actually have higher protein in the, in those two, like their wrap has, I think six or seven grams of protein, which is pretty good for a wrap, you know? So, anyways, I just try to, to. I'm the hardest thing to reach to me is your protein, <laughs> keeping your protein up, keeping my fats a little bit lower, and using the healthy fats, and then just trying to reach some you know good carbs, using oatmeal for my carbs and um, you know the whole grains. So that's mm. pretty. That's pretty much where I, I'm not super complicated with how I eat. So, and I probably could be better to do the best I can
2: <laughs> now the big question how does your husband react to all this working out Does he that's do this what, I is, yeah. does he what I was gonna ask he
3: work I wanted to ask you that? how how that yeah. is you what you're doing is positively affecting your husband and your children
1: okay so when I first started doing my workouts years ago those insanity workouts he actually had just decided he wanted to start getting fit too and he started running he wasn't enjoying it. Very much. So he started, he actually, after probably about six months, he started coming and joining our workouts, doing Insanity. And he, he, ever since then, he's been my workout partner. And now we have a home gym. We just work out in our, in our home. Luckily, we just built a house a year and a half ago and put a a small gym in it. And we have a Smith machine and all the weights and we we went from doing like cardio more like insanity to weightlifting and he works out with me yeah every every day. He used to have me put his programs together. Now he knows enough he just does his on his own, but my third son, he asked me every two weeks, "Mom, will you put a program together for me?" and he just does my workouts and he's seeing a lot of change in his body. He's really, you know, getting the, his shoulders and chest are getting bigger. His bench press I, can't, I think he reached a really good two, two plate PR recently. So he's pretty happy because he's, he's the one Brent knows about this. He fell from a roof a few years ago and fully crushed his ankles and his wrists. And so the fact that he's, he's benching two plates is pretty darn good with yeah. like, all of his surgeries he's had. So, but yeah, how it's affected. So my husband, he's, he's right there with me. We hike a lot together. He's eight years older than me. So he's 60 and he's, He's doing great. He's so much in so much better shape than most people his age and weightlifts with me every day. We weightlift six days a week and hike one day. And then my oldest son is into weightlifting and so is his wife. And then my second son is not. My third son is the one that fell from the roof that's really into fitness. And then my girls like, like to be active. They're more into rock climbing than they are weightlifting but they <laughs> so say they he... want to they want to weightlift they just haven't gotten into it too much yet
2: <laughs> so i think you said the magic word i need to marry someone eight to ten years younger than me to <laughs> keep me on my toes right
1: <laughs> yeah there there yeah. you go no he's he, he you hey. were
3: wondering when the pervert was going to come out it it just it. Uh,
1: No, I'm not talking <laughs> about
3: her. Yeah, 8 to 10 years
2: younger. I got to get on Instagram or the dating apps. All right. Hey, looking for workout partner.
0: Age hey, 40. you know, I, I will also say those of you wondering where you've seen Susan before, it's from the 1988 Ritz video oh. that made its airplay. You remember that? Um, what <laughs>
1: video. What are you talking about? Yeah, when it was played at like one in the morning on some obscure channel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean
2: the you mean
1: the
0: uh, Ritz Dance Club. Ritz.
2: The club?
1: Oh,
0: yeah. No,
1: that's that's funny, but we did go to the Ritz a lot, but that video is actually from the Palladium Dance Club. is oh, it the Palladium? It was oh. the Palladium. Yeah, in Salt Lake City. So, yeah, you used to go to both.
2: Who was that guy at Cypress High School that could African American kid that could dance like Tim, I mean, Tim Jennings. Tim Jennings.
1: In... He goes by Latino yeah, yeah. yeah. now. Yeah. Tim
0: Jennings. Yeah.
2: He goes by a, what's his Lavino.
1: name Lavino Lavino yeah, Jenkins or something I think he lives awesome. in Texas oh. He's
3: he's a fun guy okay. Yeah yeah
1: Yeah he's he's a fun guy he's, he he everyone smile while, he'll message me and ask how things are going and stuff He's a nice guy <laughs> That's cool
0: <laughs> So you were talking about cardio One of the common misconceptions and I've been guilty of this myself is that cardio helps you drop weight Cardio helps you drop those pounds if you want to lose weight, you got to do a ton of cardio. You got to knock it out. You got to knock it out. So, one of my things that I've been struggling with is this stomach. Like, I have no body fat on my legs. No body fat in between my head. No body fat on my arms. In between your ears? But the stomach, <laughs> exactly, you know. Like, how how do you get rid of this, this, felt, like this A-frame is what I call it Surfing. that... <laughs> yeah, surgery <laughs> could
1: do that. but
0: but but i've heard you say several times cardio is not the way to go about that
1: yeah well okay so there's a little bit more to that i definitely think when you lift weights this is what happens so if you're wearing like your your fitness watch and you're lifting weights and turn it on and at the end of your workout you're not going to see a ton of calories burned but mm-hmm when you turn off that watch and throughout the day, your body will continue to burn fat all day long as it's repairing those muscles. Cause when you're lifting weights, you're breaking down that muscle and then the repair time happens all day and into as you sleep even. So you will be burning more fat as your body's repairing that muscle. That's where you actually burn really more fat from weight lifting. But cardio is still important too. It should be used as a tool typically at the end of your workout, or you can specify a certain day for cardio. And so it's not that cardio isn't good. Cardio will help you. I mean, you do cardio, you look at your watch, and that's where you're going to see a good burn. I mean, but it stops when you stop. Okay, when you stop doing cardio, your heart rate goes down, you're done. It's not repairing your your muscles. Cardio is
3: more really for your heart than it is anything else, Right. So,
1: yeah. And obviously you'll burn calories, you know, so it's going to burn calories, but not all day, (laughs) you know, so not a continuous, it's not a continuous. So
0: then what do you recommend for like the stomach area to get rid of that?
1: Well, I, this, this is what I would say is you obviously have to consume less calories than you're taking in. So track what Mm -hmm. you're doing, track your calories you bring in. Be in a 200 to 300 calorie deficit per day. So whatever you've been at, just drop it by two 300 calories. And then lift. when you're lifting weights, this is something I think is really important. I do work my core, but it's not like I'm working it constantly. And I, I have pretty strong core muscles. And this is something I'm always trying to hound into my husband and he doesn't do it. You've got to, you got to brace your core when you're working out, your core should be working in almost every lift you do. Let's say you're doing, you're, you're sitting, sitting down and you're doing a cable row, you know, for your back, your core should be tight, like embrace, like brace that core and hold and pull back. You know, you're bracing your core. If you're doing, let's say you're doing just a squat, your, your core should be being held in real tight. So you should be tightening that whole core there. So by going in a deficit and then really embrace using your core for every move you do, you should be strengthening it. I would add abs in at least twice a week, 15 minutes at least. If you can do a full 30 minutes at least once a week, that's great. And then honestly, just doing your little bit of cardio, like whether you add 10 to 20 minutes of cardio at the end of your workout, or you have maybe a day where you like go out for a a bike ride for an hour and a half or a hike or something that should really help. I mean, obviously dropping those calories, adding a little bit more steps in your life or a little bit more cardio, even if you don't, you don't need to go out for a run. I mean, running is great, but it's terrible on my joints. I don't run. I hike Mm -hmm. or I row rowers are great. So swim. Yeah. Swimming. Excellent. Yeah. Or just, you know what, add more steps by just taking your dog out for a walk. Go out for a walk in the morning for 15 minutes, if that's all you've got, 15 minutes in the evening, or just whenever you can, try to add those steps in there. So I do still think cardio is obviously important, but I don't think it needs to be your focus. It needs to be more of like a tool you're adding on. So
0: Does slowing down your lift help with with that core? Oh, yeah. So instead of like... Hurry up and do, a, you know, boom, 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 boom. Just kind of slow it down oh, yeah. and, and maybe maybe go heavier and fewer reps, but slower, slow it down.
1: Oh, yeah, that, that for sure. And try tempo. I love doing tempo work. In fact, try even lowering your weight and doing like mm-hmm. a set of like one, two, three. Let's say that you're doing like a Bulgarian split squat. Okay, you've got your one foot back up on your your bench and your other foot's forward and you're going to go down. Go one, two, three, four, down. Gosh, I'm getting a low battery thing here. Hold on. Anyways, you're, you're going to go to sl- down slow and up slow. Oh my gosh, the burn that you will feel on that and then try adding some weight to that too. It's crazy. So really, tempo work is really good. The only time you really should be going fast is if you want to do cardio. So you can totally lift weights and go fast, but you'd most likely be going a little bit lighter weight and your effect would be more cardio. So definitely slow and controlled is how I pretty much do everything. It's less injuries Oh, cool. less injuries when you go that way. So,
3: yeah. Hey, Susan, I actually have to get going. I've got a work thing I got to deal with. So, but I, I just wanted to say you're a great lady and you were a fun kid to go to high school with. And it's, it's nice to, to see that our generation can age gracefully. And and I think you're a great ambassador and example for the rest of us. So thank you for that. And it's, it's, it's fun seeing you.
1: Thank you, Sean. Appreciate it.
3: See you guys. Sorry for being bailing early.
0: You're all good, bud. And speaking of that, does it seem like to you that our generation takes fitness a whole lot differently than you know when we were eighteen, in in our early twenties, and we looked at fifty year olds at that time. I, I feel like, I feel like our generation is is more focused on like we're we're a younger fifty than fifty used to be. If that makes sense.
1: Oh, I think so. I I think about how. Quite a few, anyways. That I knew, fifty year olds. I would. I I thought they seemed a lot older than us. Of course, we're there now, so I'm sure that's part of it. But honestly, I see some people now that are our age and even just a little bit older than me that I'm so impressed with how, how fit they are. I have one lady I follow who's 63, and she is doing. She looks incredible. She's doing full on 12 pull ups in a row. I mean, for a female.
0: It's That's amazing.
1: Pretty darn That's amazing dry. for a male. It's
0: uh, <laughs> it's amazing for anybody.
1: <laughs> I know. Seriously, I'm impressed with her. I I love. I talk to a lot of my fitness friends that are women who are older, and they it's they they just they're super inspiring. They're it's just great to see this generation doing. And honestly, I really think people need to realize at any age you can start too. You can be. Right. it just have like these. You don't have to have these huge far away goals. You just gotta have a little goal and just press to that goal and then the next one and the next one, you know? It's just little speedy tips. It
0: it would have been nice to have these tools when when we were raising our kids, because I think a lot of times as parents, especially as young parents, we get so caught up in focusing on our kids that we Uh fail to focus on ourselves. And so what happens is 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 we You know we we focus 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 we're sitting down we're doing things with our kids but people haven't taught us a a correct way to go about you know how do we keep ourselves fit how do we eat properly you know and and i wish that a lot of that stuff would have been available to us especially growing up in high school you know uh, that our our health teacher was a lesbian you know and so it, it seemed like health then was you know, each of your four food groups and this, but they never really taught you about all right, the importance of that and, and, yeah. and staying away from processed foods and, you know, well, 80s, really was really all eating processed.
1: Healthy. 80s was processed. 80s was processed. Entirely. Like, I don't even think we ate anything whole, hardly ever. There's so much more available out there right now. Yeah. Yeah. More information. Yeah.
0: It definitely is. Carl, did we lose you? Looks like it. I think it's just you and I, Susan. (laughs) (laughs) Not sure where he bounced off to. Well, thank you for being with us. Really do appreciate it. Um, And again, those that are listening, you know, hop on to to Susan's Instagram page. It it really is fantastic. I I pop in there. Just when I look at your stuff, I look at it for technique because I I was in the same exact boat as you. I, I started doing this stuff and you... You do it just to go through the motions, and that's completely the wrong way. There you are.
2: Yeah. <laughs> wow. Anyway. <laughs> well, I heard you guys asking about me, and I was like, well, hey, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> just couldn't hear me. Like 40 years ago? Yeah, Exactly. <laughs>
0: No, but you know, I was just saying, you know, your your videos do a fantastic job of of identifying, showing proper technique and and I really thank you for putting those out there for a lot of us to go through.
1: Oh, you're welcome. And I'll I'll keep trying to, you know, explain what we're doing and form knowing that you actually care about that. So, that's good to know. <laughs> you say, got anything, Carl? Yeah.
2: No, I thought it was pretty good. I I mean, it sounds like it's it sounds like something you just love doing. And I think the payoff is when you see other people care as much about you, about being physically fit and healthy. Oh yeah. And that's the payoff. That's seriously. You know?
1: It and, is. Honestly, that's the biggest thing that I love to see. I love to see when I actually had this girl that I started training. She said to me, This this was the biggest compliment. She said to me, I remember some years ago you said I literally look forward to getting up in the morning and working out and moving my body. And she said, "I thought, how can she say that? Who wants to get up early and move there and do this?" And she said, hmm. "I'm." She said, "I finally know what you mean." She started doing my yeah. program, and about three months in, she said, "Seeing myself being able to pick up a heavier weight than I did last week." She said it just made me excited and I started going, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to work out today and see how much better I can do today. And she said it was actually something she was to the point where she craved it and was looking forward to it. And that's what I want everybody to see, that they can start looking forward to it. Looking at movement as a celebration, exercise as a celebration of what your body can do, not as a punishment for what you ate. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. where I want... I want people to be, just celebrate what your body can do. You're not punishing yourself. You're, it's okay. It's okay to eat, you know, bad one day. And the next day you're going to be right back on doing your thing. So
2: what I like about your, your program too, for you, at least for sure is it keeps you accountable to your fans and the people that follow you. That's one thing I like about these online type of channels or, You know, influencers kind of get a bad name sometimes, but what you're trying to do is actually improve the community. I have a friend of mine who just started a 50-pound diet that he's doing on YouTube. And I encourage him to and and reach out to him and let him know how excited I was for him. And so the more people our age that get involved in social media and do these type of things, I think we'll have a bigger impact on not only our own generation, but, you know, our kids and and those people that... we have a lot of influence on in our lives so anyway thank you appreciate you meeting with us today you
1: bet
0: you know what's crazy is you work so hard like to to develop your stamina and and to build up your strength you know and it's like it's it's a it's a grind it's a push you know Mm -hmm. but then you go on a vacation for like a week a week and a half it's like you lose all that. It's like everything just drops right back. And so like you can lose it so quickly. And then it just takes so long to get right back up there well, again. You know?
1: Want to know what the key is with that, Brent?
0: <laughs> Don't stop.
1: I have, I have a ta- yeah, I have a tip for you. When I go on vacation, I either I try to book a place that has a gym and I go. Uh-huh. And first thing in the morning I do is I go work out before any vacationing. I just. But I like it. I look forward to it. I'm like, ooh, I want to go try this gym and I have yeah. fun. And then, or if they don't have a gym, I bring my bands and I'll go out. Like, let's say I went to Hawaii and my husband and I took our bands and we went out right by the beach and we literally did, we were doing push ups and tricep dips and lunges and we were taking our bands and we were doing bicep curls with our bands and we got a full good workout in before pl- going and playing on the beach, you know, it was just, just, just work out. So
0: <laughs> when I go to Orange Theory, I always wear knee-high socks. I, I look like a soccer player out there. <laughs> but the reason why I wear knee-high socks is because the days that they do band work, I don't want the hair on my legs to oh. be pulled out every single time. It is mm-hmm. crazy yeah. how it does that. And so if, on, and if you want to feel a burn... Do band work. Bands, I mean, yeah,
1: bands that
0: puts a burn on you. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Honestly,
1: if you if you add bands to the end of your workout, or or even with your lifts, like try doing your bench presses with bands oh. attached. That's a whole other level. I mean, <laughs> that resistance is on both the push up and the down. I mean, it's like yeah. put put your bands so that when you're going back down. It will even give you... I mean, it's... Anyways, there's different ways you can get your band to make it so you get resistance in every... It it
0: is crazy. You you put it in the mid part of your legs and you do steps side to side. You do those for a while. And then then you spread your legs apart, even with shoulders, and you do squats with those bands. And I'm like, you are just burning. Yeah,
1: yeah, (laughs) Yeah. And obviously, it doesn't replace doing weights, but it's a good add to it because... You, you definitely want to put weight on there and grow that muscle. But that's important. I think if you follow Brett Contreras, he's an excellent guy to follow. You guys should follow him. He actually has a YouTube channel, Instagram, everything. And he talks a ton about first the heavy weights, but also band work and how important they are to go together, that you really utilize both of them. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. right.
0: Well, thank you, Susan. You bet. We appreciate you being on with us. I know we've talked about it for a little while and, and fantastic to have you on. And, you know, I, I hope our listeners will will take a, a look at your page. It's a fantastic page to look at. I really thank you for all that you've done. It, it's been a, a tremendous journey that you've been on in spring. Thank you for sharing that with us.
1: I appreciate it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Okay, well, we'll talk to you later. All right.
2: All right, Brent, before we end the podcast, let's talk a little bit about one of the comments that I wanted to highlight. It was from Allison Ralph Haskell. It was from our Mother's Day tribute, which my mom even liked it. So (laughs) I I didn't get in trouble for any of the stories. She said some of them were a little inaccurate, but we'll we'll take it. (laughs) But uh, let's see. She said, Allison Ralph Haskell, Sean Smith, I sure will. She had tears in her eyes when Glenn was mentioned. They really impressed her that you would remember to give him keep him in your prayers. So, hey, thanks, everybody that's been following us and f- followed Glenn's cast not too long ago. He really does need our prayers. And I'm glad our podcast is touching other people like the f- friends of yours on that cruise. And these stories can affect others. And like Susan today, maybe it'll affect some of us if we'll start just following through and actually applying some of the messages she's trying to. Teach her friends and family too, and so that's 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 the beauty of of this type of media format. So anyway, we appreciate you, our fans, and look forward to you know more podcasts like this one and and Glenn's.